podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Talking Cop. This is the 30 for a Monday morning. Um, and start of another week, a start of another week. Um, you know how this show go, show goes by now. We do half an hour. We do about ten, stretching to fifteen on football, and then we do fifteen minutes of just random questions. And um, our latest thing, of course, is the Telegram Chronicles. And um, yeah, there's quite a bit has gone on in the Telegram Chronicles. I did let people away with the weekend. Um, up to a certain point because they were getting all sorts of rowdy and I said lads I haven't got time to go through all this but um, I will tell you that one person was making a cake and um, one person was asking for pics make it out what you want um, let me see who's in this morning if you're in hit the like button so we know you're in here uh, Rod is in Garmack is in Tora is in uh, Brian is in Pete is in there's a few more in there happy days and um, get yourselves in and let's have a chat um so where to start this morning with the 30 well of course we know we sit here with liverpool at top of the league um after the weekend results which is magnificent um we covered it all um over the weekend we covered it on saturday with the lads doing an hour an hour and a little bit over an hour um robbie robbie Oh God, Robbie, Matt and Chris um, covering the post-match reaction. And then myself and the three lads last night doing the Sunday night show, which started off bizarre with um, um, a mini, a mini, um, I suppose, award ceremony, as you could call it. It was bizarre, but it was great at the same time. Paul asked, did you get the dramatic background music? I didn't. Um, I didn't. But leave it with me. I'm just up to my eyes with stuff. Um, leave it with me. I will try my best. Um... Let me see. Um, and Scouse pieces. I was half expecting to see a lion, a witch, and a wardrobe with Gav's obsessions with the Chronicles. Girona were mighty impressive last night. Alex Garcia, their star player, released by City on a free. This is Garmack. They did. They beat Barcelona, I think, 4 2 last night and remain top of the league. We will get into the Chronicles. We will get into random stuff. So if you have any random stuff, wait, hold it, and I'll be back to you in a few minutes. So. What I usually do on a Monday morning is I look at the Sunday football. And, um, yeah, look, everything beat Chelsea 2-0. And everything doing exactly as I thought they should. Give the other team the ball. Let them flew around with it. Win it. And try break. And by no means, everything aren't... Everything aren't lethal on the break. They don't have bags of pace. It's not like, oh, they're, they're electric on the break. What they're very good at is winning the ball... And in gaining territory, by balls down the channel for Calvert-Leon, defenders are under pressure, they have to put it out, and then everything builds from there. You know, getting throws 30, 40 yards from goal, and then building from there. They win 2-0. Um, I watched the first half of it, um, and I was I was watching it, and there was a few people around me watching it, and they were like, oh, Everton, um, you know, Chelsea are all over them here, and I was like, Everton will win this. Because Chelsea, for all the believe in passing around, they do. And this trying to look amazing at the back by passing, 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 passing. They go nowhere with it. They go absolutely nowhere with it. They get to halfway. They go back to the fullbacks. They go back to the centre half. And then they end up with a risky ball or, a, or, a, or, a, or an attempt to bleed Hollywood ball 
to get someone away or to give it to Mudrick and it invariably fucking falls down. Um, I knew everything to win that because I, I knew Chelsea just run out of ideas. I knew they'd run out of ideas. Garmack says they've looked looking very good recently. They're managing games excellently. They're, ma- they're managing games by, by just swallowing a bit of pride and saying we can't go out and, you know, go toe-to-toe with Chelsea. You know, press them real high. You know, leave a high line. But they can't. Because they don't have the pace at the back. One. They don't have the mobility in midfield. Two. And they don't... Ha- they just... And number three, right? They don't have the physicality in the team. They don't have it to do it. Like, the core is physical. But McNeil's not physical in any way. Garner's not physical in any way. I don't even think... Um, Ashley Young hasn't got the physicality anymore because of his age, right? I think Brantway is really, really good, but Minkalenko isn't for me isn't isn't physical. So all those factors in makes and I, I was saying this to Dave Downey a couple of weeks ago. Swallow your pride, swallow your pride, sit in, be solid, let the other teams pretend they're doing great, win or off them, get up the pitch whether that's you know open play attacking. Or get in some territory and go from there. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So Everton won 2-0. Um, fair play to them. And Chelsea, for all the prettiness in it, awful. Um, Reese James went off again after half an hour. Hamstring, something, something else wrong with him. Anyway, still, anyway, yeah. Another right back they used, they used to compare to a certain other right back, but that's not how it goes. Brian O'Sullivan says, I'm here shoveling shit. And the father gives me a square look because it's a dub voice. Coming out of my boiler suit pocket. <laughs> yeah. Hi, uh, hi, Brian. And how are you, Mr. Brian? Or Dad Brian? Or whatever. Um, sorry. Sorry. It's only going to get worse. I don't know your actual first name, but it's only going to get worse. Anyway. Um, Scouts of P. As do you think Newcastle ownership group will stick with B. Uh, B. Hedio if they get knocked out of the Champions League and their league form continues? And Garmack asks, would you, would you take Brantway for 30 million? Um... Scouts of people take him purely for the fume. Um, I would take Brantway. I think he's excellent. I think he's, um, you know, he's, he's a tall lad. He's strong. He's quick. He's decisive in a tackle. He can play football. Um, and the talk about him when he was coming back from PSV on loan was really cultured, really cultured fullback or centre back. <coughs> I think he ends up at Manchester United. I'm going to call it now. I think I think Brantway ends up at Manchester United. I think they'll go out and go, yeah, young centre-back. We'll get him for 30, 40 million. You might get him, it might cost you more. But I think if, if I was putting my money on it, it'd be Manchester United that he ends up. That's that's my opinion. Maybe a Newcastle come in and go, what can we do at centre-back? Because Botman gets his injuries. Sharp, all right. Lascelles is seen in the team, but I think they, he, he'll end up somewhere like that. Liverpool won't get him. We let Liverpool won't get him. Everything could end up in administration, says Pete. Yeah, look, we have to wait and see on all this stuff, really. Um, a few wins and people are forgetting about 777 and tre- everything's troubles off the pitch. Now, I don't think anyone's ex- forgetting the troubles off the pitch, everything they have. But I think the fact that they're winning on the pitch helps them and makes them more secure going forward. Because if they were to go down, worlds, worlds of trouble. But they're in huge trouble anyway, financially. We know this. Um, moving on, Fulham handing out hidings, the teams. Um they handed out a hiding to was a forest during the week. Handed a hiding out to anyway. They, they handed a hiding out to West Ham yesterday, 
who West Ham looked appalling, by the way. I don't know what was going on there. And it wasn't like they weren't playing a, a strong team. But Fulham just picked them off. Like, I had this was on the screen at the same time as the Everton one. And Fulham just picked them off for every opportunity. You know, Willian, Raul Jimenez, Awobi running from deep and tight. Mad stuff, like. Um, so, um, yeah, Fulham handed out, handed out a hiding, in fairness. And have done, have hiding out, handed out two hiding since, since we beat them. So I have to yawn. I'm sorry, I'm really tired. I'm, I'm trying to not to yawn, but I'm really, really tired. Um, what else? Yeah, Spurs, Newcastle. Um, Newcastle look out on their feet. There's just no other way of putting it. Um, Garmax has 16 goals and four for Fulham. West Ham's busy season catching up with their tin squad. Maybe so, yeah. Maybe maybe at, um, West Ham are... Something a bit like Newcastle. Maybe that's what it is because Newcastle for me were all over the place yesterday. Um he puts out the same team again from what I can make you. There might be one change in there. Um and after 15, 20 minutes, you're like, these are out, these are gone. These are gone. There's no there's only one team winning this. And it's Spurs because Spurs can walk a bit harder. Um it's it's weird to watch, but you have to remember like with the Champions League, they need a win, don't they, against AC Milan? They need a win during the week. Um, and the league form, I think they're 11 points off the top now, um, which will put them about seven off Champions League, I think, would it? Seven in around there. Um, yeah, I think about seven. Um, they just look out on their feet, and, and, and don't get me wrong, they have an awful lot of injuries, you know, and people will say, you know, that happens to everyone, and it does. But I think um, they do have an awful lot of injuries in Newcastle. And a lot of them will come back towards the end of this month, start the next month. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them dip into the market in January and bring a couple of loans back from Saudi Arabia, even though, you know, people that own their club, own this club over there. But um, that's what they need to do because they're in danger if, if they don't pick up in the next three or four games of falling way behind, you know, and... Like we Liverpool played them on the four, on the fourth of January, and I don't know how many players they have back, but you have to remember, even if you bring if you bring a few back, they're going to be playing, they're going to be playing this week, during this week, they're going to be playing next weekend. Um, are they still in the League Cup? I think they are. Um, so they'll play during the week in the League Cup, then they'll play around Christmas time. They'll play Boxing Day, and then they'll play us. And um, there's still an awful lot of games going for Newcastle here. Before they get players back, and I hope they get none of them back, and they get to Liverpool and they're all on their knees, and we absolutely take them asunder. Um, let me read out some things. Jay Carl is saying, Jesus, lad, grab a coffee. Um, is that because I look tired? Yeah. Um, yeah, I am. I'm very, very tired. I walked all hours, Jay, and I don't know if that's you even talking about me. Um, I thought drink, I thought Guinness is the breakfast drink over there. Yeah, not, not on a Monday morning. Relax, I had a few yesterday, but not on a Monday morning. Um, lots of the West Ham squad were suffering from sickness yesterday. Moyes and his coach and staff had it as well. So his own book. Oh, didn't know that. So there, there's another element to it. But again, I, I still take the point on the tin squad. Um, only if you're on a 6am flight to the airport, Rod. Um, at the airport, yeah. 6 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. No problem. Um, Monday on the spin bike, re-watching the game. Palace have just scored to Jerry Cattle. Ah, fuck off, Jerry Noyners, will you? 
Monday morning on the spin bike. Have a bleeding day off. Have You grab a coffee. Grab a bleeding sausage roll or something. There's no need for that at this hour of the morning on a Monday. We should have loaned Cavalier back to Fulham, not Leipzig. At least then he'd be playing Premier League games. You don't know that, Brian. You don't know that. Um, he, I think he might come back from Leipzig in January, though. Completely forgotten about him. Completely forgotten about him. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, seems like gone over there and just disappeared. No one's even reporting on him. They were at the start. You know, the game's getting now. No one, no one really cares, let's be honest. And that's not me being like, you know, touchy over it. It's just, um, no one's reporting on him. It's like he's, he's turned into a forgotten man. And I, I don't know where he goes with Liverpool, to be honest with you. I don't know where he goes. Oh, I'm in physio. He says, oh, look, he throws it back looking for the sympathy now. And we'd have to all have to ask him what his, what his um, issue is. What what happened to Jerry? What's where you coming back from? Now he's going to tell us it was more or less a terminal illness. Watch. I'm in fucking serious trouble. I shouldn't have opened my mouth here. Um, injuries are part of the game. Yesterday, Jamie Redknapp was saying that Spurs would be top if it wasn't for injuries. Well, they have them, and they're not top, so piss off, Jamie. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Seriously. Jamie Redknapp. Oh, lads. Um, please, please, please. Stop listening to these people. You know, he was given, he wanted, he wanted was asked to give an insight, wasn't he? And he said, well, I think the winner of the league will come from Arsenal. Uh, CEO Liverpool. Like, you know what I mean? So hedging the bets now. Like, come on. Um, I was dropping the youngest to school at nine, and the early house around the corner is packed already. Well, Jesus, right? Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, were you tempted on? This guy. I wonder was he tempted? Um, and Brian O'Sullivan. Jesus Christ, Brian. Uh, there's no need for that. No need for that. Uh, Owen Book wasn't tempted today. He wasn't tested today. Brian Jardine's come in. Morning all. I know what Brian's doing. He's turning up halfway through the show. Because you know it's the Telegram Chronicles are coming. And the Telegram Chronicles are all about getting annoyed at people. Um, and, and things he say and things he do. And um, I asked this very simple question. Yes, and they're all kicked off. And, um, to the point where they tore themselves out. There was no one in the group this morning. So um, I'll let you know how, how we got on in a minute. Um... Broke knee six months ago. Ah, oh, okay. Fair enough. But, um, but how best to look right. Best to look right. Um, Where is your Christmas tree fenced, says Rod. Is it to keep the dog from getting at it? Yes, it is, Rod. Um, my dog is six months old. It's a pup. It's a miniature schnauzer. He's mad. Um, and he has this thing where... Um, like all dogs, they like to bite stuff. Now, he's been really, really good. I give it to him, right? Like, he's literally, well, in fairness, he, he's, he's chilled on the very bottom of the, the stairs, you know, the, the bottom of the banisters at the bottom of the stairs, the big square bit that goes into the ground. He has chilled at that after it was newly painted, so that, that's great. He's chilled at the bottom step of the stairs, which is only really newly carpeted because we got loads of work done in the house, which is great, but... I do have, the man left me spares because we had the dog and he was like, hold on to them, you'll need them. So that's sound, right? Um, and other than that, he bites at us. Now, when I say bite, he doesn't, if he wanted to chomp down, he would, but he doesn't. He bites at you to for attention. Um, and usually if he bites at you for attention and you give him some attention, he sits down. Or sometimes he bites at you 
and when you give him attention, he walks to the front door because he wants to go to the toilet. But the tree, he's mesmerised by the tree. So we had to buy what looks like a fire guard and put it around the tree. And in fairness to him, he's knocked it over twice um, and then hasn't gone near it. So it's worked. Yes, it's for the dog. Um, and possibly for me three-year-old as well. Because um, he'd, he'd, he'd be climbing that fucking thing, you know what I mean? Um, let me see, let me see. Um, did I miss the Chronicles, Ask Kev? Well, Kev, you could, if you'd have turned up at 10, you wouldn't have had to ask that question. But no, is the answer. Um, let me see. Put vinegar on it. What's this about? Put vinegar on it, says Jerry Cal. He's lost his shit here, Jerry. Um, the tree? Put, put vinegar on the tree? Jesus. Three-year-old dog here got a fence when she was a pup because she chewed everything in the house. Just ended up keeping the fence for the tree now. Yeah, that's, that's it. Calvin Van Vuren. Evening from Western Australia. Oh, old man lands from UK this weekend. Just in time to turn over the Manx. Yeah, I think people are getting very, very confident over this United game. And I don't like it. You have to be going to United games going, oh, for fuck's sake. And then when you win, it's great. That's that's where I look at. Not yet, Gav. Um, Not yet, Gav. Or not yet, Kev. Gav is doing his typical Dublin storytelling thing and building to a big finish. No, I'm not doing anything. <coughs> I'm literally answering your stuff in the, in the questions. We are or in the chat. We are talking about... um. Uh, sports who get a win and of course Ange is probably you know fucking Arrigo Saki again um, but I didn't listen to anywhere afterwards um, Newcastle legs look like they've fallen off we've spoken about them a bit um, yeah it's uh, that's that was basically the football yesterday wasn't there three games yesterday did I miss that I don't think it is um, let me see my daughter only goes for the glass decorations on the tree not interested in the ones that won't cut the hands or for if she drops them. Yeah, the, the, we have those ones ready. They're like, um, but do we consider glass? They're really thin, they're, they're red ones. But um, he did get one of them, and then he broke it, and then he looked at it, and then he went, oh, they don't look good, and he left her alone. Um, let me see. Uh, Jared Carl's dog used to piss on the tree when it was a pup. No, my dog doesn't piss in the house anymore. Um, six months old. No, not having it. He knows when to get out. I'm getting no odd looks here. I better go and do a bit of work, says Kev. The dog sniffed vinegar. It won't go back. Yeah. Pepper does the same trick. All right. Okay. Vinegar, pepper. That's like when we were talking about this last week, when we old kind of um, things to solve things in houses, like put a lemon in the corner of the house when you're painting because it gets rid of the fumes, which are fuck off annoying me. Red Firmino's book. He talks about the toilet race versus City and it reminded me how long the season is. Not sure Arsenal are going to be the, go the distance. Do City have the hunger? Says Tor. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Enjoy. Just enjoy. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy the fucking thing. If we get top four this season, we're grand. If we end up with the toilet race, we're grand. We could end up going all the way and get beaten on the last day of the season. Ah, Jesus, it'd be horrible. But we enjoy it. Seriously, enjoy it. Because next season, it's going to be expected that we're in this toilet race. And you'd be pulling your fucking hair out from the first day of the season. So just enjoy it. Um, so... That's the football covered. We've covered vinegar, fucking thrown, spraying vinegar on Christmas trees. Poor Jerry broke his knee, but he hasn't shut up about it since, in fairness to him. Um, you know, uh, uh, oh, what was that? Uh, let me see. Um, oh, yeah, Calvin. Calvin's in Western Australia. Rod is in Australia as well. Actually, um, Rod did tell us earlier where he's from, and I, he's probably done it before. But, um, yes, because I knew he says that. Uh, 
I'm in the shower in southwestern Australia in a small coastal town. He's moving back to Perth in January. So he is in Australia because he was like, we are getting up in the morning. He was like, I'm just going to have me dinner. And we are like, this fella's bleeding mad. Uh, Ladder Mork has two tickets to the United game. His missus is pregnant and due on Saturday. She's been late with previous two kids and he's not sure what to do. Oh, you go to match. You go to match. She's had two. She's had two. The child is going to be, be a Liverpool fan. What better story to tell him? I missed your birth because I was watching Liverpool beat United at Anfield. Like, y- you miss it. You just, well, you don't miss it. You know, you hope you hope you get over, you get back, and she has the baby. But you go to the match. You go to the match, I'm telling you. I'll, I'll tell you what happened there. He won't go to the match. He'd sit there, and she won't be move a muscle to have that child till at least Tuesday, Wednesday next week. That's what'll happen. But anyway, tell him best of luck. Um, and best of luck telling her that he's gone. Because that might be a difficult one. Um, so, the Telegram Chronicles. Um, what happened was, I put something into the group yesterday. Because it was two things that really kind of... Well, I wouldn't say annoyed me. It was kind of going, what is going on here? Um, and maybe my observation on things is a bit askew. But I'll let you decide that. So, um, there was loads going on in the Telegram group over the weekend. But I hadn't got time to go through it all. Because it was motoring over the weekend. Like, it was... Look, I've never seen it. It was non-stop. Um, I found out that they sell Kerrygold butter in the Americas, which is sound. Um, uh, Ashley was making... Um, she said it was bread. I th- She said it was bread. She was making it. It looked lovely. But she was making it with Guinness and butter and stuff. And I was thinking, is she not making... It looks like a pudding she's making. But it was bread. Um, and she's done quite well. So that was good. But... Here we go. This is the Telegram Chronicles. It started yesterday when I said, I'll admit it, I said two separate things I noticed today. A grown woman ordering a portion of potato wedges at a deli on the north side of Dublin. As for, can I get a tub of wedgies, please? Now, that mightn't annoy a lot of people. Or mightn't bemuse a lot of people, right? But, this. A tub of wedgies, I thought. That doesn't sound like. Can I just get a portion of wedges? That's that, that's the the potato wedges. It's not a tub of wedgies. They didn't even come in a tub. They came in a box. Anyway, I said this, but the second thing was, a man in my in in near vicinity to me yesterday, while asking another man, right, for what is essentially gravy, said. And I go, can you pass me the meat sauce? The meat fucking sauce. It's gravy. It's fucking gravy. Right? I've been with this. Anyway, I stuck it in there. I stuck it in there. And I just said to people, what do you make of this? Am I losing the plot? Is this the new fucking generation of people? Have they changed wedges to wedgies? Have they changed gravy to fucking meat sauce? Because I don't know, maybe gravy is, you know, there's some sort of, I don't know, fucking he, her, she, him element to it. And it has to be gender neutral fucking meat sauce now. I don't know what it is, right? Um, but anyway, Tom says, the windows must be open at the nut house close to that restaurant you were in, is all I can say. Yeah, that might be. You might have a point there. Somebody may have escaped, and the first thing they do when they escape, Tom, was go to the nearest restaurant, sit in there, and show things like meat sauce and wedgies. I like your style, but I'm not too sure. I'm really not too sure. Um, let me see. Pete Taylor straight in says, "Stick on the torty tomorrow." The gr- the Chronicles need some fume. He wasn't happy with the fume. 
he wasn't happy with the film or the amount of it. Does it need to be specific? Asked Ashley. Because I said, there's nothing else out there that's annoying people. I said, Jesus, not at all, Ashley. You fill your boots. Do what you want. People on their phones are traffic lights slow taking off because lots of cars to, causes lots of cars to miss the lights as Tom. Tom has gone from checking out. Wow, how these people are they in a nut house? He's gone from that to going, hold on. This stuff at fucking traffic lights does my head in. I'm with him. I'm with him. Um, and you know people are doing it because the traffic light goes green and you should always watch the traffic light. It's one of my things where I always watch the traffic light and you know because the head's down. The divider slipped off asleep, are dead or they're looking on their phone. But you know they're looking on their phone. Um, Steve comes in. Now Steve makes a big claim and to be fair, Steve is like, I work in retail. I have a huge fucking list of things. Now I'm waiting on Steve's list. I'm not too sure if Steve brought in the list, but listen, let's go down and see what happens. Now, Chris Brack then comes in and Chris Brack says, and I think this is the most, he's, he's nailed it. Now I have to remember, Chris Brack couldn't do a show Friday night. Was literally so fucking sick. Done one on Saturday. What did he say on the show? Lads, I can't believe it. I'm so fucking sick. I'll have to go to Prenda Park tomorrow. My daughter loves Liverpool Reds, the women. But I am so fucking sick. Chris was up like a light. He was like the outlet of Willy Wonka, as we've discussed before. As soon as that kid gets the golden ticket, this outlet is out of the fucking bed like Michael Flatley. And this is where Chris jumps in, exactly in character, and says, Asking you a simple question, they could just Google. What time does Tesco close? Just fucking Google it. That is, by far and away, in this world, the most annoying thing ever. You go online and someone gets on their phone, goes on the internet to ask the internet about something they could find really quickly on the internet. You know, is there any barbers in X town? What time does the barber over in X town? By doing that, I'm waiting for the answer to come back, but because people don't go, oh, Mary has a question, let's rush to it. You, most people go in and go, um, follow this. Can I, you know, I'd love to know that myself. Instead of doing that, I'm waiting. You could literally go online, type in the barber name, there's the phone number, ring them and go, you open? Yeah, grand, go on, I'll be down to you in a bit. But they don't. They fucking don't. They do that, and that is, by far and away, one of the most annoying things is, um, is, is just, oh, yeah, it gets me. Someone telling you to tell such a person to phone them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell him to ring me. If you see him, tell him to give me a ring. I'm looking for him. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Tom? I'm only reading that now. And that is actually spot on. The amount of times people go, have you seen him? No. Oh, James, yeah, I've seen him during the week. Listen, if you see him, tell him to give me a ring. You, you literally have this fella's number. And you know what that is? That's men. That is men. Because men hate ringing each other. Men want the other person to ring. They want men like the other man to make the first step when it even comes to ringing each other. It's mad, isn't it? It's like it's even like um, <coughs> you might be talking about something or texting to me, and you go, "What are you talking about?" And you go, "Give me a ring, and I'll tell you." Instead of saying, "I'll ring you now and tell you," it's "Give me a ring, and I'll tell you." Um, it's it's fantastic. That is a really good one. Um, Tom reckons it's down to cost. I don't. I think it's actually down to men not wanting to make the force move to look like they've they've given in, even though they're you know they're their mates and they there's nothing to give in to. Just ring at me, but you don't uh, give us time to give me a ring during the week. It is great. Uh, Chris is back. He says in my work, I still have people who call me to tell me they've sent me an email and ask me to call back when I've read it, despite the fact the email says call me when they read it. 
Fucking hell. People ringing you to tell you that they've sent you an email. That's what emails are there for. The emails are there to, you know, talk to each other without having talked to each other. But sending someone an email and ringing the gun, I sent you an email, give us a ring back when you read it. And then you read the email and it says, give us a ring back when you read it. I wouldn't ring them back. No, I wouldn't ring them back. I didn't get the email. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Just, no. What email? Because uh, that would annoy me. And then what I do is I just keep doing that if they keep, if they keep sending that. And then when they stop, I'll say, yeah, I got your email. I'm just reading you back. How are things? Uh, because, Jesus Christ, email is about quick, you know, foiled conversations that you can keep up with things. No, I'm having this email conversation, but you're ringing me to tell me that you sent me an email. And then I have to ring you back after the fucking email. What's the point in the email? Just ring each other. Talk it out. Talk it out. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, the secret is in the sauce. Meat sauce, Jesus Christ. Uh, why is it that chips are usually soft and wobbly? I want nice and crunchy. Just cook them for longer. Um, just cook them for longer. Uh, when in a community group someone says, some snakes in this town, and then all the breeders and Georgia's reply, you're all right, hon. You can always talk to me. I love that. I love that. Do you know what I love the most? And, and it's usually down to women. Sorry to any women that are listening. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing, girls. Um, I'm, I'm well out of that. Right, and it's like they come in with the most cryptic fucking stuff just to see how many other females they can get and some males to go, Oh, yeah, you know what? You're dead, right? DM, DM me, hun, DM me, and then that's the end of the post. It's the end of the fucking post. No one knows what's going on. If you do want to know what's going on, you're going to have to ring your woman or DM her, and there was no point in putting her on Facebook. She could have just rang her mates or gone in the WhatsApp group for all her mates, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm completely with you. Um. So yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, people are bleeding mad, aren't they? People are mad. Uh, let me see what happens here. Um, so Chris is having Chris is fucking fuming. Chris is having fuming. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, people driving slowly in the overtaking lane. Well, they're not overtaking anyone. It's not a fucking fast lane. It's an overtaking lane. Says Gavin. Um, do you know what annoys me even more? If you're in, if you're in the slow lane and you look in your mirror and you see someone come up the fast lane, but there's a car in front of you that's really slow, and you say to yourself, "I'll just hit the brakes here because this fella's going much faster than me," and then they take a fucking eternity to go by it while you're waiting behind this bleeding tractor or someone in a car that just wants to drive at sixty. That does my head in. Yeah, uh, Jen Ashley Lauringer just comes in and says a general lack of basic manners. To be honest, mostly because it's disappearing, not holding or opening doors for people, not getting up on a bus or a tube or train for an elderly person, being rude to service staff or nurses, not holding doors does my head in. It's not hard to, when you're going through a door, take a quick look behind you. Yes, there's someone there. Hold the door. If you're on a bus, which is, I'm very rarely on a bus, very rarely on a bus, but if I'm on a bus or a train, um, you know, what you stand up for anyone that's your elder or anyone that or any woman to be honest with you and that's not people start straight away because this is the thing we live in now oh why are women not strong enough to stand on the bus on their own go and ask me bollocks you're just being nice right so you stand up you don't know you know a pregnant woman you definitely stand up for a pregnant woman an elderly woman you definitely stand up for an elderly woman and just out of courtesy that sit down there i'll stand but then you have all these people out there now that are like 
you know, oh, women can stand their own the fucking train. Well, then fuck off, stand your own. But I'm always going to offer that you, you know, you can sit down here if you want to. Um, let me see, let me see what else happens. Um, it's got, it goes on, it goes on, it goes on. Um, there was loads, there was loads, there was loads. Ashley then does follow up and she says, and I can just vision Ashley sitting in America on the stoop, having a smoke. She probably doesn't even smoke, but I'm, I'm going there. Smoke, can, and she just goes, she, she bullet points them and she says, people who don't put a new roll of toilet roll on, the, on when the old roll runs out, they just sort of precariously perch it on top of the empty roll or leave the roll empty. <laughs> yeah, that's quality. And uh, Jesus, don't get back into this because Emma, go fucking rasher, has to be this way around and on. Yeah, it's toilet paper. You're, you're wiping your ass. Uh, people who don't pick up after the dog or leave that dog poo bags in the middle of the, the path of the sidewalk, whatever. Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, I walk the dog and I just come across it all the time. It's disgusting. People who litter, yeah, just put a wrapper in your pocket. And, you know, if you've bought something bigger than a wrapper than in your pocket, you're in a fairly built-up area or you're in a place where there's usually bins because they all have to supply bins. I'm with that. I'm with that. People who put... Oh, yes, now this one. People who put something refrigerated on a random shelf at the shop when they decide they don't want to buy it. Yeah. Do you ever do that? You know, or do you ever see it? Um, I don't. I have a thing of going back and putting it back. Um, but they'll just pick up, like, milk. And they'll be going along and they go, no, do you know what? I don't want fucking milk. I want six cans. And they just fuck the milk down beside the, the cans and, and fuck off. That happens all the time. And the last one, our ex-team in crisis content creators. So people that just go, What's next for Freddy? Yeah, and you're like, fuck off, annoy me, will you? You know what I mean? Um, you be on telling us tomorrow already how is bleeding up for manager of the year. Stop annoying me. Um, let me see. Johnny Clark says, I think I have an OCD trait. Tray. I ha- uh, I know it's common, but I'm suspicious of people who are who set mobile phones face down when what are they hiding? Johnny, you're, out, you're way off the mark here. I set my phone down face down all the time. And the reason being is if it's face down on the table, if anything falls on it, it falls on the back of it, i.e. water, any object, or whatever like that. That's the only reason I put it face down. I've, you know what I mean? My phone's there. I'm, it's always in my hand. But when I put it down, I always put it face down because in case any liquid or heavy object falls on it, it's not going to get straight into the screen or smash the screen. That's what it is. So, Johnny, relax, will you? Bleeding paranoid head, relax, and it's their phone. It's none of your fucking business, anyway. And you know what they might do? They might, if you tell them to ring you during the week, they might. But if they're a bloke, they won't. They'll say, "No, you ring me." That's how it goes. My cat does me head in. Says Steve. Sometimes he'll have a shit and miss the litter tray. He's standing in the fucking thing, but he still misses it. Yeah, oh, cats are fucking assholes. Let's be honest with you. I like having them around here. They're around the area because they'll watch out for mice and rats and different things. But other than that, I wouldn't know them. Not a fucking hope in hell. Not a hope in hell. Um, and, and Brian finishes us up with, Jesus, Gav, what sort of madness have you started? Yeah, um, it was a bit mad. It was a bit mad. I did ask about delivery drivers because I have this thing about delivery drivers where they tell you it's delivered and it's in a bush two dollars down. Somehow, you know, it's in. I was going to say it's in some owns bush two dollars down. Jesus Christ, out then. Jesus, that's as bad as Jared telling us about his big injury. Um, but you know what I mean. Um, it's in a wheelie bin. Um, they haven't delivered it. They've just arrived at your house and went, I'm not delivering this. I'm just fucking in the wheelie bin. Just leave it down at the pillar. Don't fuck it under the car. It doesn't matter. Whatever you have a long driveway, I'll just leave it there. It's grand. They'll find it. 
who gives a fuck you know anyway that's um i did get into delivery drivers but then i left it because it went mad um rest of the week tonight me phil and p are on at 10 p.m we have got this show every morning for our members and um, we have got a tribute show coming we have got a premier league chat we have reaction we're going to leave the reaction till 10 o'clock on Thursday night, even though the game is on a quarter to six we're going to leave it till 10 o'clock let people have their own you know bit of the evening um we will have um reaction to united at the weekend we will have a couple of the title shows you know, we've loads and loads going on. So um, if you're watching and you're a, you are a member, if you're watching this, if you're a member that got one of the free ones for a month, please consider taking up at three ninety nine a month. We have a new series coming up, uh, spearheaded by Keith as well. That's coming up and hoping to start this week, which will be for members first. And like I said, this will be one where it will be put out, say, Friday, the first episode. The following episode might be next Wednesday. You will not get the download until that day. You will not get the first download till that day. And we, you know, members get a force. So there's loads coming up. Keith's looking at a five or six part series on this as well. And um, yeah, send out the word if you can. Absolutely brilliant. We've gone over the 30 minutes again, haven't we? Jesus, 36, 37. Let me see. Um, <coughs> um, Rob met us having his dinner. Have a great evening, folks, he says. Great. The Nordies only driving the overtake lane on the M1. Um, they're always in a hurry. Always in a hurry. But Gary Max says, buses are the worst. Full of people who don't seem to know what soap and water is. That's a great show. I once seen, I once seen on a bus, and I always remember coming home, I used to work in Baldoyle, Dublin 14, in a printing place. I used to get to 17A every evening. I was coming home, this girl on the bus in Fingless Village, after getting her hair done, you could see she had to get her hair done. She was so proud of it. She was nearly looking around the bus going, look at me hair. Someone make a fucking comment. I don't care if you're a stranger. And this fella behind her sneezed. And when I say this big ball of snot came out of him and landed in the back of her hair. And I thought, Jesus Christ, Mary, you were all set up for a good Friday night and look at you now. Um, but anyway, that's just a random thought that's come into my head all those years ago, 20 plus years ago now. Um, let me see, let me see. Cats are arseholes, so, so true, as the that be. People that cough without putting their hand over their mouth. I've just mentioned that happened on a bus, especially when behind you in a supermarket checkout queue. I turn around and cough back. Oh, my God, Nigel. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Um... The Leona Lewis series by Keith? No, no. Um, I'm sure he would have went for that, but he hasn't gone for that. Um, let me say, uh, every and yodel are as reliable as asking a drunk person to walk to a table without spilling a fresh point. Who's every and yodel? What's going on here? DPD, FedEx, and UPS are the only couriers I trust. It's a Paul Giovanni. All right, relax there. Ranking your DB, ranking your courier companies. Fair play to you. DPD are grand. My DPD driver literally walks into my house and puts the stuff in because he knows if, you, if I don't answer, he can open the door and come in. Uh, FedEx. I don't. What do FedEx deliver? I've never seen FedEx around here. And UPS. Um, again, I think they're a bit. Are they the posh brand? UPS a little bit. FedEx. I, I think FedEx are cover for drugs. Or something like that. I don't know what they are. Because I never see them delivering anything. Anyway. I'm out of here. We've now done 41 odd minutes. 39 minutes. What are you talking about, Gaff? That has been the, the 30 for Monday morning. It's really woken me up. Thanks a million. Best of luck to Jerry with his broken knee. Jesus, if he keeps going on about it, it'll just heal itself. Um, 
Best of luck to anyone that's having issues with chips. If your dog is near three, sprinkle it with bleeding vinegar down McCarty's. It's all good. If you need to know about courier companies, you need to know what their ranking is. Don't go on the internet, ring Paul or ask him to ring you or he might just say, no, you ring me. But he reckons DPD, FedEx and UPS are the ones to go. Paul will look after you. He will look after you. Apologies again to Brian's dad. Brian's dad is still listening to some Dubliner talking random shit. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, Mr. Mister Brian. Um, I don't know what your name is. And that has been the 30. Back again at 10 o'clock tonight. As I said, if you're a member, stick with us. If you're a member for free for the month, put the money down. We're having playing great crack. It's a euro a week. It's a euro a week. And you're getting about eight shows out of it a week, um, which is, I think is quality. Um... Gav, that bus story made me think of Roy Card and Rudy Voller. It would if the other fella, if the other air went after bleeding, getting our hair done and getting spatter with a big gollier turn around and just spat back at your man. Jesus, if it was Nigel. They, if if Nigel had got his hair done on a Friday and this person spit at him, he would have turned around and spit back at him. It would have been war on the 17A. Going past Super Queen and Fingless. Go on, I'll talk to you over now. Podcast Network.